we're standing with a beautiful view of the green dumpster <laughs> in downtown Austin. We found the most epic. Uh, uh, we thought the churchyard, the, the churchyard was a little much for us. That's we really right. needed to step down a little bit. Uh, it's two in the morning. It's Wednesday. It's sort of the first night of South by Southwest. We all got here yesterday, but really, people, this is as lucid as we get. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and the we is Stephen Thompson, Robin Hilton, I'm Bob Boylan, uh, and Powers was, uh, I think, stricken by cold. It was waylaid. <laughs> waylaid. And, uh, Hopefully she'll be with us tomorrow. Yeah, you bet. We do hope that. I said this is sort of the first night of South by Southwest, but we all did arrive yesterday, and uh, I felt that Tuesday is easily the beginning of South by Southwest. I feel like Tuesday is the new Wednesday. Yes. As the jet was landing... Uh, Bob had kicked open the the emergency door and was tumbling out <laughs> onto the tarmac and already running off, running down the runway with his bag in hand to go see the first show before another minute was wasted <laughs> sitting right. on the plane. <laughs> I packed in 13 bands last night. That's insane. Wow. I did. That is impressive. 13 yeah. bands. So best thing you saw? Uh, the best thing I saw, I liked uh, Sun or Raw. Okay. I wanted that to see them and miss them. terrifically t- Trans-inducing music was, uh, they were brilliant. They were like a psychedelic rock band. Yeah, a duo, guy-girl duo. And it just, it starts off slow and builds and builds. Uh, and, you know, there's no melody, there's no song structure, and it was fine with me. Now, do you find, um, not to not to be all, well, do you find, Mr. Boyle? <laughs> do you find... You should do that voice for a while. Until <laughs> <Do you find laughs> it, it hurts. Robin has asked that I not. Um, but do you find, because of the kind of jumping from show to show to show in very rapid succession, very short attention span, do you find that sort of, that kind of build is a little bit harder to achieve coming at it from a listener, that, that it's harder to engage with music that is, does not, that is not instantly structured? Well, I, I think the one thing I think we all glean from having seen and heard so much music is that you infer a little bit yeah. out of the little that you do see. It's like tasting a little bit of a meal. You know the rest of this meal is going to be awesome. Yeah. And that's how I felt about them. I'll walk away. I'll see the, a whole concert by them sometime. Nice. I saw 15, 20 minutes, so that's, which is... Which is huge. <laughs> for me. Um, here. <laughs> that is crazy. So I, uh, I saw Apparat today, and it was an amazing set. It might have, even with uh, all, we had, we did some great shows tonight on our showcase, and we'll talk about those in a second, but I think Apparat may have been the highlight for me. Uh, and yeah, you, you were, you're like two or three songs, you're like, I gotta go. And you loved it. And that, I mean, and I you, did, and I totally loved, loved them. And they, they, they were on my top 10 list for 2011, and I'd never seen them before. And they came all the way from Germany. <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, how could you leave this? This is so amazing. But, you know, you ended up seeing I, I, 10 times. See, and I found out, I actually skipped Apparat in part because, one, I knew you guys were going to be there. And there's a certain amount, there's nothing more <laughs> discouraging than, like, I've got this amazing discovery that I'm going to be able to talk about that no one will have heard. And then Bob's there. Um, but uh, also, Apparat ended up playing at the same time as Jonathan Myberg from Shearwater. <laughs> whom I've only seen like eight times, <laughs> but I think that that it, it bring that sort of brings up the the point of what I call spiritual obligations, where there are certain artists where if you have a chance to see them, you just will kick yourself if you miss any given opportunity. And so I, I saw Jonathan stuff. play the, his first few songs and then ran over to Apparat after. Good call. That, yeah. I, I meant to do that and got swept up. And and I'm going to break my own rule this year. In fact, I've already done it. Which your is your not rule to, being not to see. Uh, a band I've seen before. Yeah. And I, I went and saw Caveman today because I really like Caveman. And, and they were 
terrific. I saw them last night. Uh, I'm going to see Patrick Watson. I know this I week. I love him. All Haven't new material. Never seen him. Not wait to see him yeah. tomorrow. He at the is church. really great live. Yeah. There's there's Tom Waits buried in that pop music. When you yeah. see him, he is a performer, magnificent performer. Can't wait for that one tomorrow. One of the best things that I saw, uh, the best thing that I saw last night uh, on the show, I talked about this band Quiet Company from Austin. Really, really nice, punchy pop rock band. But I jumped out of it. I got a text from Bob Boylan. <laughs> <laughs> Reminding me that the Taiwanese band, what truck going by? Uh, Reminding me that the Taiwanese band Silverbus, which I had put on the Austin 100 and praised in various settings on NPR, uh, were, were playing, and that I should run, run out and, and see it. So I jumped out of Quiet Company got into the venue in time to see this line of NPR people <laughs> against the walls like Bob and Laura Seidel and and, and uh, you know these smiling faces of my beloved colleagues just as they kicked into the song Those Forgotten that I that I got so hooked on and the single best like one song bite that I've had at South by Southwest so far me too yeah. I, I love them terrifically Silver I just, three I, really young guys yeah I, 12 13 and 8 <laughs> and and eight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably not technically yeah, true. that's but, right. And that was a band where I thought they must have eight guitarists, and they had one. Right. Yeah. Um, I saw this singer from uh, from Greenland was the first person I saw. Oh, yeah, I saw this her Neve, Neve Nielsen. You've seen her? Yeah. Yeah, Say she's really... Neve... It's N-I-V-E. Yeah, I believe it's Neve Nielsen. I yeah. don't know for sure. Did she trot out a kazoo? She didn't. She had a uke. She had some other uh, other instruments... Uh, the guitarist played a little cigarette box-sized uh, amplifier, and they were fantastic. I want to see more of, of her. But seeing, like, a German band, someone from Greenland, Greenland yeah. you know, that's... Taiwan. Taiwan. But I did see a couple of things that I never... I, I was looking forward to seeing. Beat versus Moth. Do you remember we put them oh, yeah. on the show? Yeah, this, this crazy sort of jazz band, jazzy rock band, and they were they were fantastic. They were an Austin-based band. I didn't remember that, hmm. to be true. Um, let's see. I went and saw... Uh, Mr. Gnome. Oh, yeah. Desperately looking forward you to seeing You will love Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Gnome. They're a duo, uh, a, a woman, a guitar player, fierce singer, and a great drummer. Um, I think, uh, and I, I saw uh, Polisa, who we oh. have coming up on our bill tomorrow. And honestly, I was disappointed by the album as mm-hmm. an album. I like song or song here, song there. But live... She stole the show. She was really good. Did she have multiple drummers? Two drummers, That's, yeah. That, I see that a lot. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's all the different... Apparat had a full band. He had a, a real drummer, you know, guitarist, bass, keys, and it, it was huge. Yeah, yeah. and, and, and uh, Caveman used, well, not two full drummers, but two floor toms and a real drummer. And Typhoon played, I saw them, saw them yeah. a little bit earlier today, and they had two drummers, yeah. two drum kits facing each other, two string players, two horn players. They had ten people in that band. Well, well Robin, you saw the band uh, My Name is John Michael from New Orleans. Uh-huh. Uh, fair, And you were not as, as, as quite as taken with them as I was, but, but I definitely found going in, is it fairly standard, you know, rock, you know pop rock kind of sound but with this amazing horn section behind it which just gave it this incredible pop it, they were yeah three horn a trumpet a trombone and then I don't know what the 
some sort of sousaphone or something. Three horns. <laughs> Three horns, and they were amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was real. They were really amazing. But I thought it was the most unnecessarily loud band I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> it was so loud. Okay, Grandpa. It was just. No, it was just like you've never I seen Dinosaur Junior, have you? <laughs> I have actually. He said unnecessarily. <laughs> unnecessarily right. loud. They did not need to be that loud. Uh, a few quick hits uh, from uh, from today. Uh, hospitality. Um, Can't wait to see that. <laughs> Poor Robin has seen so little. Well, been working so I was going to see last night Black Books. I didn't see you anywhere last night. I wanted night. to see Bear in Heaven. I was going to see Miniature Tigers, Yellow Ostrich. Then I was going to head over for Peanut Butter Wolf before then hitting Motel Beds, Moto Pony. So what did you wind up seeing? Not in the face. So I got back from, I had a dinner. Which uh, is the rare moment rare for moment. all That's of us. The only chance to have a real dinner is Tuesday night. Had a dinner, went back to the hotel. It was like 8 o'clock. I said, I've got an hour until I'm supposed to go out again. I'm Famous just going to shut words, my eyes just for a sec. I woke up in my clothes at about 6 o'clock this morning. I missed everything. Hang on a second. Slept through What's it that? all. Is this where the Google lot is? The Google lot. I think that's at 9th and... Trinity run 9th. So yeah, probably, Trinity, so probably another more? block. Who'd you see tonight? Who'd I see tonight? Well, we saw the OCs. We saw Natural Child. We saw Bear Wires. We saw Colts over there. How was Colts? They were good. They were good. Favorite? I don't know, I'd say I like the OCs a little bit. Good. Yeah, the OCs, OCs were good. Good. They put on I haven't seen them yet. Sweet. We're good. Check them out. All right. <laughs> yeah, it, it was... The, it was. And you woke up. And I realized maybe <laughs> having a kid, I'm a little more sleep deprived than I thought I was. Uh, I had to go to Austin to it's catch up on It's the first time in four my, months that you had a full night's sleep. It literally is. So... But now I'm all cut. I've got enough to get me power through the next four days. So. Okay, so hospitality. Definitely seen that. Uh, wonderful, wonderful pop band. Incredibly charming singer. Uh, what I found with them is I don't necessarily... I'm not in love with that band, but I like them so much. Hospitality, I find I'm humming their songs all afternoon. So that's what I think they've got. They're a great song team. Her voice serves the songs, but in a live setting, when she got out of that range... That yeah. she sings a lot of the songs in, it didn't work. She's going to grow into the songs that they've written, and that's another thing you see at South by Southwest. Is our, our bands that are young, yeah, and that's okay. We forgive. But I we thought under- they sounded really but, sharp and but, really smart. And the hardest thing to a good band is writing a song. Yeah. They've got that they got down. That. They've got that that they've down really that. well. Well, you talk about an artist growing into their to their sound and finding their voice. It seems like a perfect chance to mention for me. I think. Sharon Van Etten. Oh, really? <laughs> Why don't you hold the recorder? <laughs> Steve and I are going to walk yeah. down the street when you're done. I know you. I know both of you are going to agree. Now, she. Uh, we op- we started off with Fiona Apple. We'll talk about her in a second. But our live webcast started with Sharon's set, and she's she's played electric guitar before, but not like tonight, where it was just this huge, bold sound. And I just I, I see her on stage now, and she just seems like a force. Where just two years ago, we were seeing her at the church up here, and yeah. she's just a just shy, shyly, singer, you know. But I think I felt you know, when we we talked to her after the show, and even just her personal bearing has has grown in confidence, you know, to where she's just suddenly she's got the bearing of a of a rock star. I said to her, "Could you imagine three, four years ago?" doing what you did today and she looked at me like you've got to be kidding there's no way I could have ever thought I'd have sort of the confidence or the sort of music that would work in front of a few thousand people and her music worked really well it was the best I'd ever heard or seen her even Sasquatch you know last year the growth is enormous she's such a talent 
Yeah. Don't you think, Robin? I, you know, I, she's pretty good. You know, you know Bob, good. I'm so glad, I'm, Bob, I'm so glad that you've been championing Sharon Van Etten. You know, Robin, <laughs> All these years. Robin is, uh, you know, over Robin's objections. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about Fiona Apple because Fiona Apple, someone, by, by the way, so we recorded the Fiona Apple set. Fiona wanted to hear and see what she did before we put it out there. So those tapes will go in those files yeah tapes tapes okay she, ha- she has the files I'll now give her a ring <laughs> she has the files now and uh, we hope that she likes them as much as we did because I thought she just killed it absolutely killed it you know I, I think a lot of um, fans and people who've seen her shows in the past think that she's fragile when she gets out on stage and you don't know what's going to happen there's a screeching squeal of feedback at one moment and you could just feel all the air go out of out of the audience. Everyone's like, "What is what is going to happen?" Because here? it was a nightmare at Roseland that started, you know, right. this emotional thing for her, where she couldn't continue doing a show because paused. the sound was so lousy. Yeah. That, that's why you. Yeah. So she yeah. paused for a second. She smiled. It got under control, and she people ended up, people kind of cheered. Yeah, and then oh, and when she started again, people cheered like, "You got this." Yeah, like, catastrophe averted. Yeah. You've got it. Keep going. Her voice is so strong. Yeah. I just thought she. I had goosebumps watching her. I just thought. It, she was absolutely amazing. She threw in a, a couple hit. You know, she threw in a criminal and sleep to sleep dream. Sleep to dream. Yeah. And um, was she just stomped out? I mean, yeah. She, and I mean, I love the way in her, a good way. Uh, yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> and but like the way her voice kind of radiated and boomed into the clouds a little bit. I mean, she yeah. really that the vo- you could almost see the waves of her voice kind of ringing <laughs> over that crowd. It was it was. Really the, great. The report from backstage was that before going on, she was pacing back and forth like a caged animal, and then, <laughs> and then was when she, yeah, when she took the stage, it was like she was shot out of a cannon. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I hope we can put that up. <laughs> and then I there's Dan can, Deacon. I hope, that, I hope that you get to see everything we just talked about. And Dan Deacon, Dan Deacon, he's my hero. He, yeah, he's mine too. <laughs> what 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 artist starts a show by yelling out? Does anyone have a quarter inch to mini cable? <laughs> Complete with several uh, languages. Has he ever shown up for a show and had everything that he needed? Dan said to me in our interview because we'll, again we'll cut this uh, the interviews we did in between the sets. Uh, we'll cut him, but he, he said, sometimes I wish that I would uh, play with instruments that other people at major festivals used. <laughs> <laughs> but I also liked the way that there were sort of these minor catastrophes that came up during his set. You know, he like didn't have the cable. He realized he was swearing on the radio. <laughs> he he would, it commissioned uh, audience members to dance, and then they were terrible. And so, like, he had to, yeah. so he had to get different <laughs> ones. And it sort of, I liked the way that catastrophe was kind of wired into his sound. And so you really didn't know if these these crazy kind of collagey bundles of sound were just going to suddenly just fly off into into just chaos and noise and fall apart completely totally the appeal of his shows you feel like it's like a roller coaster ride yeah, yeah. you don't know where what, you're so gonna, glad to be on it though yeah, yeah. it's funny you're like is this i wonder if there's one of those loops that goes upside down <laughs> <laughs> or uh, you know is it going to be a drop off a sheer cliff or is it yeah and then alabama shakes i've never seen them and so uh, soulful yeah I, I thought Brittany Howard's voice. You talk about perfect. a voice that boomed over that crowd. Yeah, but also it wasn't just a shout. Like a, a lot of singers who have the capacity to do what she does, don't understand what it means to 
lose that power because they only used that. In yeah. other words, because of her not, range, yeah. because she got real quiet, the power of that loudness was that much more powerful. I was taken with how commanding that band was. Like a very, very unbelievably proficient, tight, tight live really band. Tight. You'd think they'd been around together for, you know, for 30 years with how tightly in the pocket everybody was, but... Well, they're high school buddies, too, and I think that you see that in people who are friends, but you're right. But to have kind of a young, up-and-coming band with that kind of yeah. tightness behind it, a lot of what we're seeing is is kind of the embryonic stages of some of these bands' development where, like Sharon Van Etten, maybe in a few years, they suddenly just come out you know, with all this confidence, right. but they had that as early in their careers as, as they are. And a drummer with a monster backbeat, and it's something that in a lot of dance music, a lot of electronica, we lose that moment where you expect the drum hit to happen, and then it just happens a hair late, and it pulls you right into the music, yeah. and I love that drummer. That drummer was killer. Yeah, terrific band. Yeah. And then finally... Yeah, Andrew Bird. I thought uh, his new songs fit right in really well with all the, the old stuff, and uh, yeah. Break It Yourself is becoming one of my favorite songs and a, and a, and a lovely album. That's a beautiful record. It's I, I think that record is very much a headphone album, and a little bit... Uh, and, and I don't mean this as a pejorative, but a little bit on the sleepy side. It's it's a very it's a quiet record. It's a grower, and I was very curious to how that the the kind of subtle energy that record would translate live. And I thought it was gorgeous. Yeah, I, I did too. It was hard to follow the energy of Alabama Shakes. He doesn't aim in that right. direction at all, uh, so you don't get the that wild enthusiasm you see with a, a Dan Deacon or, or a, <laughs> but, but that doesn't take away from the experience people walk away with. He is someone as a musician I watch him and see him as an artist and I, I cannot help but think about how unbelievably difficult it is for him to do what he does and he, he does it so effortlessly the looping. I was trying to count in my head I was, I was thinking alright he's I was trying to keep, keep track of the measures how many bars he was counting off and somehow he was keeping all of that in his head and thinking all right i i know i laid down this whistle part yeah and i know in 16 bars that's going to come around again that's right and i'm going to whistle over that next part whistle over it with a different part and then when that comes around it's going to be bars, in harmony and then i'm going to sing over it and i'm going to start playing yeah. the, the violin and it's only it. when it's, you stop to think about the work that you notice how much work it was yeah and he did a series of sort of improv shows at little venues one of which was a six and i synagogue in washington where he did them on the fly <clears throat> so they're not things he was familiar with because he was making them up as it goes along and sometimes they completely fell apart and uh, and it just shows how hard that is even for someone who thinks the way he does yeah. it, it is I got the sense that the little piece that he opened up with was improvised Yeah, it, he came out by himself and it was just a couple minute little ditty and then the band joined him. With those big horns that spin and... and uh, created the illusion that he was like a giant fiddling horned demon. <laughs> I noticed that it did look like they were growing out of his head. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't have that angle. But they have, but the but sound comes out of it and it yeah, moves and it's, it's got this motion. Uh, this artist in Chicago gives kind of designs. A, gives kind of a ghostly feel. Yeah. So what else? Quick, uh, any quick hits? Any, uh, any recommendations? No. No. <laughs> Two quick recommendations before we uh, before we go to bed. Uh, Chic Gamine. Some of them are from Montreal. Some of them are from Winnipeg. Uh, very kind of throwbacky girl group soul music. Four women, all of whom can sing lead. Uh, all of whom have powerful voices. Uh, took a couple of friends to see them. You know who had never 
never yeah. heard the name before and we're sort of my new you know we're kind of like that's my new favorite band awesome. <laughs> so you know, that's always happen. a that's always a lovely uh, a lovely feeling when you can connect people that also finally for the first time in my life saw Micah P. Hinson who is uh, who's this this singer songwriter he's, you know, he's probably in his mid-twenties but his voice is a thousand years old and uh, just very very his voice just guts me and uh, I finally got to see like a full set this afternoon from him and really thought you know I, mean, I was already in love with his music but it was gorgeous I saw this group Young Magic who I mm. liked a lot they reminded me a little bit of Sleigh Bells without the drama but huh. in, but but sound wise uh, really cool sounding band uh, so I, I, I recommend seeing them I want to see actually I think I'm going to go try to see more of them because I only saw two songs nice. Young Magic's on my list for awesome. sure I'll put them on mine so tomorrow which is just hours from now <laughs> uh, we're going to webcast video webcast Bruce Springsteen's keynote address and I'm really curious what he's going to say for an hour I mean what is he going to talk about is he going to talk about his own life and history is he going to talk about music and history is he gonna, what is he going to do is he going to pick up the guitar yeah he doesn't necessarily have like a, a built in one hour speech that he gives yeah, yeah right he's, he's, he's used to playing songs and yeah. I mean obviously you know this re- is outside his comfort zone yeah. probably and you know sometimes these keynote speakers will you know will pick up an instrument so we, we really have no idea what to expect and and that is at uh, 1 o'clock Eastern, 12 noon Central. Right. And then after that, at 1 o'clock, we go to the parish, our fifth year in a row uh, at the parish, and we open with La Vida Bam. Venezuelan sort of uh, punky poppy band that I like a lot. Yeah, terrific band. So, you know, a little little bit of a curveball, you know. And the curve after that is Sugar Tongue Slim, who's sure <laughs> never seen La Vida Bohem. Congratulations <laughs> on getting that out. I thought you were gonna, it's like she, she, she sells, she sells, but the seashore, sugar, sugar. And, and Bob, you'll be, uh, you'll be announcing between sets, so we expect <laughs> you to say Sugar Tongue Slim 400 times uh, between Sugar now. Tongue Slim at South by Southwest. Oh, my God. And after Sugar Tongue Slim is? Polisa. Polisa. Which is a group from Minneapolis, yes? Correct. Headed by a, a really strong singer, uh, good songs, double drummer. A lot of uh, the kind of um, Imogen Heap style, like vocodered, which was heavily doctored Which vocals. is what didn't attract me to the record, got exhausting for me hearing the record didn't happen I didn't hear any of that effect on her voice live interesting which I, which I thought was their sound yeah. I was, so I was very surprised by that nice uh, and two drummers and two drummers and, so. and a bass player that had the most awesome fuzz bass I didn't see them I was at a place where I couldn't see them but I could only hear them and I thought what is that sound synthesizer guitar and it's the bass player who later was also the guitar player but nice. man really kind of cool thing and the Lower Dens Lower Dens are coming out and then they have a new record and they're going to do a bunch from the new record a nice deep drone kind behind of a, it. Yeah, just a, just kind of a pulsating quality. That may be another band. We may be talking this time tomorrow night about how how far that band has come yeah. along. They're fantastic. Live. I mean, they were terrific. even CMJ a year ago. They were amazing. Yeah. And then our our headliner at our day party tomorrow is Magnetic Fields. Yeah. First, is it their first ever South by Southwest appearance? Yes, that's what I'm told. And my first time I'll ever see him. I've never or, seen I've him. First time I've ever seen him. Too. Yeah. They're a band that, that's been around a long time, but actually they of, do not play very much. And they're do part of all our vocabularies. I think yeah, every yeah. one of us are dearly in love with, with their humor. And uh, mm-hmm. and this, this new album that they put out, this Love at the Bottom of the Sea, which is a lot of like these sort of... <laughs> Even the name. I know, these sort of sweet little kind of marginal but witty uh-huh. little little two-minute songs. Yeah. So it'll be very interesting to see how that uh, how that. I think I characterize the music you listen to as songs 
about love at the bottom of the sea. This sort of <laughs> <laughs> love at rock bottom. That's right. So uh, more to come tomorrow, and uh, twelve central, one uh, eastern for the uh, Mr. You know. Springsteen. Yep. NPR.org SXSW. Talk about your tongue twisters. I can say Sugar Tongue Slim until the cows come home, but SXSW is hard to say. Try it at home, folks. Good night, everybody. Good night.